Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Hi there, I'm Tanya, and welcome to Allow Your Greatness, the podcast about giving yourself permission to be great by becoming all God created you to be. My hope is to provide the insight, encouragement, and the tools for getting there. I'm glad you're here. Do me a favor and review the show, and don't forget to subscribe to be notified for new episodes. This week, we're talking about getting into your true place, a place of meaning and purpose. So let's get into it. I was watching a Les Brown video the other night, and he says something very profound, and it cleared up the confusion I had for a long time. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you are in your rightful place, but not in your true place. How many of you have heard that you are exactly where you're supposed to be? It's typically said to ease frustration, but for the longest, it did quite the opposite for me. I don't know about you, but every time I've heard that it made my blood boil because for most of my life, adult life that is, I was miserably uncomfortable. For the most part, I had jobs I wasn't in love with, not even infatuated with to say the least, constantly feeling like I had made a wrong turn. So my question would always be, how am I exactly where I'm supposed to be if I don't like where I am? Here's how. After watching Uncle Les, it came to me. You're in your right place simply because of the decisions you've made thus far. And based on that, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. However, you got there. Be it a wrong turn, a detour, or staying somewhere longer than you should have. You know how it is if you're visiting someone or If someone is visiting you or perhaps you're talking over the phone at first, it's all lovely and lively and exciting. But after the thrill of it is gone, after the newness wears off and you don't have anything left to say, the welcoming feel or conversation starts to feel awkward. Now, do you sit in that or do you begin preparing for your departure? Or your escape. I'm going to take a guess and say most of us plan for our exit. So why then do we stay in places that no longer serve our greater good, our purpose? This could show up in relationships. But in this case, I'm going to focus on how or where you spend your time every day. When it comes to work or having a job. We spend most of our waking hours there. Yes, I know we all have responsibilities and people we can't let down. But notice I mentioned planning or preparing, preparing for your escape. Preferably a plan that will lead to your true place. But what is your true place anyway? 
And what does that even look like? Being in your true place has more to do with reaching your true potential and walking in your purpose. Your true place has to do with waking up in the morning and feeling alive. You're excited about what the day brings, the impact you'll make. Your true place feels right and natural, like breathing. Now, your rightful place is based on decisions that you've made, typically while in survival mode. You know, you're working a job to make ends meet, not because you love it. You're trying to make it, as we tend to say. As for your rightful place, chances are it doesn't feel comfortable or natural. And we can usually tell because something just feels off. You don't know what it is. You can't put your finger on it, but you just can't shake it. If you stay in that place long enough, you will begin to think you belong there. But there has to be more. This rightful place of yours, you can take it or leave it. If so much wasn't at stake, then leaving it is what you would do. In other words, you're just going through the motions. But what kind of life is that? Just like the quote says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Think about your life and reflect on decisions you made or didn't make. Think about the effects those decisions had on your life and determine if they led to or kept you from reaching your potential. Think about how much of your life you've given over to circumstance. Meaning, for most of your life, you've adopted the go with the flow mentality. And it's easy for us to get caught up in this and begin to wear this mindset like a badge of honor. It's as if we feel that misery must be a part of life. Now, granted, we cannot control everything, but that shouldn't stop us from making plans, setting our lives up to go in the right direction, the direction that's true to who we are. Choosing a target and aiming for it, because the more you aim, the more likely you are to reach your target, even if you must practice. Can you imagine being on a cruise ship with no captain, keeping the vessel on course, or a plane with no pilot? Would you feel safe leaving your travel up to chance, just being tossed to and fro at sea, or blown in the wind going any direction? I don't think so. You never would reach your destination. But that's exactly what we do with our entire lives. Leave it up to chance and then wonder why our life is not what we want it to be. And if not careful, we can go too far off course without the ability for correction. So it's time to decide if you're satisfied with your rightful place or would you like to be in your true place instead? Life is too short to constantly feel like you've made a wrong turn. Will you take a road trip without having directions? Say if you were to realize you're lost, will you continue going in the wrong direction or turn around? 
I'm willing to bet most of us, if not all, would turn around and go in the direction of our destination. Why should our daily lives be any different? Because we know when we've made a wrong turn, something doesn't feel quite right. It is safe to say we have a duty to make plans, prepare to get our life on the right track, and then decide which direction to go and take action accordingly. Like a house guest that have stayed one day too long, you've overstayed your welcome in your rightful place, never putting forth effort to finding your true place. You owe it to yourself. So how can we move from a rightful place to our true place? I'm glad you asked. Get busy finding your gift. If you are a believer, which I hope you are, seek God to find what he has put in you. Because I am a strong believer that he is the only one who can guide you in the right direction. Two. Allow yourself room to revisit past desires and set some goals for yourself. Allow yourself to start anew. It's never too late in the game to reinvent yourself. Take some time to learn new skills or get a hobby. You never know where this could lead you. We're living in a day and time where hobbies have become income replacers and time freedom solutions. Number four, use your imagination to envision what a new way of life would look like for you, what it would feel like. Using the imagination isn't just for children. If you don't believe it, check out episode four, Imagination More Than Child's Play. And trust and believe, you will know when you've reached your true place. There will be this feeling of ease and belonging. You'll start to feel better about yourself. Not that you won't experience turbulence, because you will. But these will be obstacles and challenges you can easily overcome. I want to leave you with this. By no means is this a one-time exercise. Keep asking until you get the answer. Keep seeking until you find. Keep knocking until the door of your true place has been opened. What's the use of giving up? Because either way, the time will pass and you'll be further away from reaching your true potential. I'm Tanya from Allow Your Greatness. I hope you've enjoyed listening as I have enjoyed sharing. Thanks for tuning into episode 23. Don't forget, new episodes release on Tuesdays wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, give yourself permission to be great by becoming everything God has created you to be. Be blessed, and I'll talk to you soon.